this is Mel Maduris. I got another edition of Radio Soup. Pretty excited. As everyone knows, I'm a big fan of the military. I didn't join. I can't swim. It's kind of a thing. So I think I don't think I'd make a good Navy SEAL. One, I'm female, but two, the whole swimming thing would probably just not even get me into the door. But today I have Richard Schenberg. He's the author of The Only Easy Day Was Yesterday, and it's a great book about Navy SEAL training. How are you today, Richard? I'm doing well. Awesome, awesome. And this book is very topical. It was written a while ago, but you know what? You wouldn't know that by looking at the pictures and seeing everything that all these great men are going through. And one of the things that I like is one of the first pictures in the book, and it kind of made me laugh, is on the shorts that they give you in the SEAL school. Is that what they call it, SEAL school? Buds. They call it Buds. Buds, right. Is they have the names of the people who, what is it, uh, DOR? Dropped out Drop. on request. Yeah, and they may, they may not have DOR. There's other ways to leave Buds. Right. But anybody who left Buds, they have their names crossed out and your name put on the on the shorts. So I think that's that's kind of a, I don't know, what do you call it? Like, oh, yeah. You see, you're, yeah, not, you're not as special so, as anybody, as everybody else. So, Yeah, it's a not-so-subtle reminder of what happened before you. So how did you get into writing this book? What made you want to write and, and it, take it, these photos? I, it's not really written. I mean, it's a, it's a coffee table book. It's a photographically-based book that illustrates the process of going from a new recruit to Navy SEAL. The most dramatic part of it is Hell Week, which everyone has sort of heard of. Right. And, uh, with the publicity the SEALs have gotten in the last 15 or so years, the book has become, you know, relevant or stays relevant. I think um, what happened to me was I was a young photographer mm -hmm. and I did rock and roll photography. I was shooting all these bands and punk bands and other bands from the 70s and then I got into filmmaking and I moved from New York to California and um, after about five or six years of being in the film industry, I decided to try um, try starting a business because I was I realized it wasn't the film industry wasn't for me. No, it's hard. It's very hard. It it just isn't the lifestyle wasn't what I wanted. Right. It's not for everybody. Um, I mean, it's exciting, but it wears on you after a while. That's for sure. We both yeah. have the same kind of back, background as far as yeah, right. going into film uh, and as, TV as and then, and then going. Uh, oh my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. So um, I actually was successful in starting a business, and then by 1998, I sold it, started another company, and when 9-11 happened, mm -hmm. um, I just decided I didn't want to do this anymore, and I, I had never really felt that I completed my photography quest to be, you know, to get my best work out, and I decided just to find a project that would challenge me. And um, the strange story is I looked up on the website. They said if you wanted, you know, if you're media and you wanted to get in touch, send them an email. And I sent them an email and they never responded, which is what I expected. Because they're like rock and roll photographer, what? Yeah, oh. yeah they don't want to know from me. <laughs> but then my friend who happened to be my lawyer, he said, what have you been up to? And I Wait, friend, him, friend and lawyer, are you sure about that? Yeah, and, <laughs> well, we actually used to play lacrosse together. So that was even better. But he says, oh, I, I know someone who worked at Naval Special Warfare. I said, who? He says, this friend of mine, he's a client. He's now a real estate agent, but he was the assistant to the admiral in charge. Wow. Well, this guy, Chris Pickett is his name, came 
to my office and I told him what I wanted to do. And then he went and contacted retired Admiral Ray Smith, who was living in Pasadena at the time. And Ray came down and he met me and I was really impressed by him. And so we ended up having a good conversation. And he said, simply said to me, he goes, I'm not going to sponsor you, but I'll find out why they're not getting back to you. And about a day later, I got a very irate public affairs officer calling me. <laughs> Why am I getting retired admirals calling me about you? And if you want to do this, come on down. It was exactly 18 years ago. Wow. Uh, this week, I was down there. And they wanted to throw me in the deep end of the pool the first day. I said, no, guys, you got to, this is a, this is required. We're doing something different on top of it. First, right. we're doing a book. It's never been done before, which I had every, every belief it would get finished. But I was doing it digitally, and I shot oh. digitally. And that sounds like nothing big deal. But back then... Back then, it was, I mean, what was it, like yeah, two or five my megapixels? IPhone, my iPhone has three times the resolution of the camera that I use. <laughs> so it gives you a technical background and challenges. You know, I, it, was a, it was a good challenge. I mean, things happened that I had to deal with, and... I I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm very proud of the book. It sold out in first edition in several months, and then the second edition got published, and it sold fairly well. And then it's it's all sold out now, and you have to buy them on Amazon used. Yeah, I mean, I was looking for it. It's like, oh, I might have to save some pennies because I think the the cheapest I saw was like forty dollars. Which is worth it, but yeah, actually, you know. I saw one time someone out of the first edition for four thousand. <laughs> Did you get revenue out of that? No. <sighs> no. Did you get to be friends with any of the guys? I mean, I know they have their own thing. I'd like to tell you that I'm, I'm really happy to say that I have a lot of good relationships that have been that have gone this long. I have probably ten to fifteen guys I speak to on a regular basis. No, that's good. So, were you friends with any of the people who DOR'd? No, I, they weren't around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. The way uh, the way to be, kind of best explain this is when you when you go there and you become part of the, the program, and it and it was believe me, I was told by the captain in charge of Buds, who we still are very good friends. He at the, at the graduation of the Buds class. He said, well, now I can tell you, but I was going to cancel this the night before you showed up. <laughs> I'm like, all right, great. Well, we got it done. Well, they probably thought, oh, here's this but photographer. I mean, was, I'm sure they had to approve of everything yeah, that you did. But I mean, no, nothing like this has ever been done before. You're not in the Navy or any of the military, so they were probably a little leery of you, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, there were some, you know, kind of measuring your your ability to do this and i made my way I, I i've often told people that i'm not the greatest photographer in the world but what i do have is ability to work my way into people accepting me and right. and it was great i i actually ended up shooting a rock and roll concert at a um, kind of a charity event and I was having a hard time with the lighting people, and I said to him, you know, I just spent two or three years with the Navy SEALs, and they were a lot easier to deal with than you guys. <laughs> so that probably got them changing their ways, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So how many people in this group, in the BUDS class, started? Well, there were 44 graduates. 44 graduates. 22 were, went from soup to nuts, went you know, right through BUDS, in doc, first phase, second phase, third phase, not to mention Hell Week, and came out on schedule. The other 22 were rollbacks. Okay. Usually 90% of you know, those are injuries. Right. So guys would come back in the first phase, guys would roll back in the second phase, a couple of guys would come in third phase. But the, you know, the profile of the group was 44. I remember they were saying 44, and it was split evenly between rollbacks and those that went right through. Went right through. I think it's interesting that I know a lot, of, a lot of the pictures you were showing, not a lot, but some, you could tell people will get injured. So mm. that's... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I posted a photo today of the, one of the guys who's a, actually a good friend of mine. Now, he suffered from shallow water blackout, and um, oh. and they is a, he wasn't the only one. I actually had another, there's another student in the class that did that too. Hmm. Um, see, I mean, guys get hurt. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of leg injuries. Oh, I can imagine, especially holding up those big logs. Yeah, I mean, the week, boats. And all the running. I didn't know that they ran right near Hotel del Coronado or Health. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like a tourist event. <laughs> That, I mean, I would think that'd be kind of cool as a tourist event. And then the one picture you have of like them running behind a couple who are bathing, and then the guy just basically ran to the bell and. Yeah, I, I actually was. That's one of my funniest photos because it's like you clearly kind of look at them and go, they probably don't realize what's going on behind them. Yeah, but I mean, the guy who just like just decided to dor right there. I mean. I don't know. That's just kind of lack of commitment. I mean, you know what you're fighting for. Those people are what you're protecting right there. Yeah, that should, I mean, that should make, if, if I was, you know, going for that, if I saw them, it's like, oh, they have no idea what I'm doing. But these two people who are enjoying their freedom, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah, I think that I'm not too harsh on the guys. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I spent years with them, and I don't think there was a single day that I didn't go, could I have done this? And the answer comes back, no. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be hard. And it's it's got to be hard for the guys who DOR who go back to their buddies and say, well, I didn't make it. Well, yeah. I think your, your self-awareness plays a big part of it. you you got to kind of understand that when you're 18 years old and you roll into buds and you think you're already hot shit, right. you're not. And even after you get through buds, you're not. And even after you get through SQT, you're not. Mm -hmm. Even after you get to a team, you're not until you start deploying. Then you're hot shit. <laughs> so it's a long process. And I think that there's a lot of emphasis placed on you know, the media's view of, of certain things. And this is sort of the toughest training in the world. And it's hard. I mean, there's no doubt it's hard. I mean, and I think... Um, it's it's earned its reputation. Well, abso but, absolutely, you can tell that by all the pictures you you have taken, because it kind of feels like your book kind of makes it feel like you're right there. Even I mean, not that you're going through it, but especially yeah. when they're in the boat or in, during Hell Week when they're holding up the logs and they're just covered in in sand and water. It's like, <sighs> well, they purposely I purposely never did anything with them. Like I never like dropped and gave myself you know twenty right. <laughs> Even though I was encouraged a few times, but I, I felt very into, I, I was very 
I think the biggest success of the book was that I felt very integrated in the group. Right. Because uh, it, it could have been just as easy for them to be like, oh, this is a photographer. We're just going to keep him on the outside. He can take his pictures and yeah. go. I actually, I mean, at one point, we the famous 5.5-mile swim, mm -hmm. which is the sort of the last, one of the last evolutions of Buds, two of the guys went missing. Oh. And they swam. They looked like they were swimming back to the, San Diego. And they finally caught up with them. But the, the instructors were panicked, and they they assigned me to drive the ambulance back to the base. So I was like, okay. <laughs> but obviously, they found them. And they probably they I might thought, did they get I lost? Then, I thought I made it then. <laughs> they probably got lost. Well, one of the greatest things for the whole thing was I was I was photographing. There, you have to kind of remember that there's days that are repetitive. Right. So if I was if I was there, and guys were lifting boats and running with logs. They were doing that repetitive. I mean, just a very consistent time. And he did. If you shot one guy with logs over his head, you shot them all. <laughs> right. But there were days that were one of a kind. Hell week. Mm -hmm. Being one of them, uh, graduation was one of them, and I was photographing graduation. I was really focused on getting it documented, and um, I was listening in the background to what they were saying. And the captain starts giving this speech about Richard was this and that, and he he made it through Hell Week with you know no no civilian has done it. <laughs> I was like, all right. Who's he talking about? <laughs> did, he, did they give you a little? He said, Richard, come up here. And they gave me an honorary Navy SEAL certificate. Oh, that's awesome. And I've come to find out from my friend Joe, who's still an active SEAL, that there are only, there's only been about 125 of them given out. Yeah, I can't imagine they would just, they don't seem yeah. like the types that would just give those out freely. So that's pretty impressive. You must have that on your wall somewhere. Oh, yeah. I, I have that hung much clearer than my college degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. College degree in the in the drawer, Navy SEAL thing on the wall. That's for sure. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> so we were talking the other day about how they were going to not demolish, but are they going to rebuild BUDS? Yeah, I mean they're they're gonna upgrade it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know much about it. I mean I'm not in touch with anyone active right. at Buds right now. A lot of the guys I know, most of the guys I know are out. Right. Well, yeah, this was 18 years ago, so they probably have their yeah. 20 person or whatever. Yeah, 20 is the, the demarcation line. You know, it's one of those things where um, you know everything has got to change. I mean. One thing I've learned about the Navy is you get used to that constant flux of people being in your life, very bonded, very closely, and then they're gone. Right. They're moved to New York or Virginia or other bases. How long was the Buds class? How long does it last? I remember being there April Fool's Day, <laughs> 2003, and it ended November 2003. Wow. And then I came back and did... Uh, photographs of SQT. Which is what? SEAL qualification training. Oh, okay. So what happens is you, I mean, things have changed. Okay. This class, 246, was one of the last classes, if not the last class, that had a graduation from BUDS. What they decided to do, and it probably makes sense, is they go to BUDS, they go to SQT, they go to jump school, and then they have a graduation. Okay. 
and they get their trident there. The way it was when I was there was they went through BUDS, had a graduation, went to SQT, went to jump school, or went to jump school down SQT, whatever the order was. Hmm. And, and, and then they got their trident, and that was in a private ceremony with no family around. Hmm. A bunch of photos. There's a bunch of photos of them jumping in the ocean. Right. In, the, in the San Diego Bay, that's the end of it. That's the end of SQT. That's the end of Buds, SQT, Jump School, everything. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, that was you? fun. I mean, I, I love being there. That was a great day. Was there any of the guys? That, well, how many guys are you friends with that are from this class? About fifteen. Fifteen. So most of them. People I people I talk to on a right. semi yearly basis. I mean, right. some one a couple of the guys I talk to every week or two weeks one of the guys i actually he was he was a sealed dog handler and i actually recently acquired a dog from him oh what kind of dog belgian malinois what what else would a a sealed dog handler have i don't know if they have german shepherds or if they do different they do do. and i actually (laughs) just posted a picture of her on uh, on your instagram uh, yeah she was she's she's a trip so does she you can have her like hunt for drugs and stuff find find the bad guys oh <laughs> she she find the bad guys if you came to our house do you just want to look at what's going on behind the other side of that door you well you're probably not living in a sketchy neighborhood so i don't think you have to worry about that well believe it or not we actually do a crime oh. increase and one one of the reasons uh I thought about getting her was for that purpose. Because we've had dogs in our house, five five different dogs over a 37 year period. And uh, I specifically wanted one that could uh, defend. It's true. California's, I mean, we're not going to get into that, but California has definitely taken a turn. That's all I'm going to say about that, Since at least since I live there. So. No, that's true. But you always have to be careful, no matter where you live, whether it's safe or not, because you never know who's going to be there. Well, she gets a lot of attention when we go out in public. <laughs> you put, you should put a little like SEAL team. Like, I have a, ve- I have a vest that was given to me for, but I think she's outgrown it already. Oh. <laughs> that would be awesome. Now, of all the things you've done, is this one of the things that you're most proud of? This book. Yeah, I'm certainly most proud mm-hmm. of it. Beside my kids. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, of, of your photography. I have to say that. I mean. <laughs> I meant of your photography, not of your. your yeah, I, I actually, <laughs> the funny part is I actually got retained by the Naval Institute Press, which oh. published my second book, second edition, to do a book on the Marine Corps. And through some screw up, uh, after I spent a year and a half on it, they basically told me they didn't have the budget to publish it. So. The work is not. I actually just created another Instagram account called Semper Photos. Oh, cool. M P E R underscore photos, F O T O S. That's, I have to say, the work I did with the Marines, as far as photography goes, is even is better than what I did with the SEALs. So, what year was, what year was that with the Marines? That was 2005, six, five, six, seven. Nice. The idea behind that book was to do recruiting, do everything, and then deploy with um, 13th Mew, and we never got that far. Mm. I was about to leave and got an email saying, we don't have any money to publish your book. Sorry. <laughs> so will you be able to publish those photos if you want? I mean, in a book form, or do you have to get permission from? Um, the book publishing business, is, is, you know, a lot of media, is not a fabulously profitable right. business. And... 
I spend so much money and so much time getting the Navy SEAL book done, I have a really good understanding of what it's going to cost to get the Marine book done. And the Marine book doesn't have closure because I never went to Iraq and I never went to Afghanistan with the Marines. And, you know, that sort of is missing in in the book, whereas in the the SEAL book, it's got closure to graduation. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, but I don't know. I'm a I'm not a pro photographer like you, but I would love to see a, a photo book about that. But I, I see your point about the closure part. Because it's like, okay, yeah, here are yeah. these guys, and off they went. And you, you're probably emotionally invested once you look at all the photos and see everybody. And then you're like, well, what happened to these guys? Yeah, well, photos are being published. I mean, <laughs> they're, in, in, they're on Instagram. <laughs> They are being published in that Semper Photo, so I do get them out there. I actually have uh, had good luck with that. There, there was a huge installation at, a, at the Sarasota Veterans Memorial Cemetery, and they included my one of my Marine photos in it. That's one of the most things I'm most proud of. Oh. I mean, it, it was quite amazing because my there was my photo alongside David Duncan, David Duncan Douglas, or Douglas Duncan. Uh, who's a fantastic World War II era photographer and an incredible char- character. Wow. As well as Joe Rosenthal's shot from Iwo Jima, and there's me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, um... Yeah, I sort of snuck in. I don't know how the hell that happened. <laughs> That's funny. That's amazing. That, that must have been one of your proudest moments. Yeah, time. I mean, it, I had like a little moment of success with that, and about the same time that happened... I got an email from the producers of Lone Survivor. Oh, yes. And they ended up using about 60, I count about 60 photos at the opening titles. Oh, for the SEALs? Yeah, for the book, Lone Survivor. For the movie. For the movie. Lone Peter Bur- that was a great movie also, yes. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Did you get your name in the credits for that? Oh, yeah. We had to negotiate. Well... The funny part was, and I don't want to bore you with the whole story, but... I'm entertainment. You're the, not going to bore me. <laughs> the director was Pete, Pete, Pete Burr, and Pete I actually Burr. used to know him years ago, decades ago. And when they were talking to me, I, I finally looked at him and said, you don't remember me, do you? Oh. <laughs> what? And the producer said, what? And I said, yeah, we used to hang out. We knew this person, that person. I was going to produce a movie you were going to be in, blah, blah, blah. And it was just funny. I mean, very Hollywood. Oh, yeah, very small town. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, you know <laughs> who I am. Yeah, but we're in this town again. Yeah, you'll have, thank God, right? <sighs> so what are, you, what are your plans for the future? Are you doing any more books? To, I mean, you're probably doing more photography for yourself or not for yourself. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I, in short, I'm actually organizing an online my biggest project right now, photography-wise, is I'm taking all my photos and I'm putting them online for mainly for my family to have mm-hmm. you know, when the eventuality happens. I want them to be able to see it, and my grandkids, my great-grandkids see it. Right. And you know, there's going to be the seal stuff, and but mainly that's what I'm working on. It's been a real pain in the ass project. <laughs> Will you be able, people, be able to buy your photos if they want? Yeah, I, I don't get offers for that because people are really watching stuff on their phones or on their laptops or their desktop. And I haven't printed any of the SEAL photos in years. 
you know, I mean, I, I've had offers, but right. nothing, nothing concrete. But I mean, if somebody like a lay person like me says, oh, this is a great photo of the Navy SEALs or the Marines, and they contact you and say, hey, we'd like this, just as a personal put sure. on the wall kind of thing, not necessarily in a movie or whatever, what have you. But yeah. like, for photo buffs like me, I'd say like, hey, that picture's great. I'd love to have a copy of it. You'd sell it. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's cool. Yeah. The way I prefer to do it is to send you the, the JPEG right. or the RAW file, and you get it printed where you are. I mean, it's a lot easier than me going out and printing. Oh, actually, yeah. I, I finally got rid of my printer because it was such a pain <laughs> in the ass to run. Oh, I know. I've, I've done side topic just a couple of friends uh, weddings and I'm like I don't print it out throw everything up on on a drive you can pick what you want and I'll I'll Lightroom and whatever but yeah printing no (laughs) exactly what I feel I'm like I'm not my days of standing behind a printer and watching it go are over but that must have been cool you were probably one of the first to use digital for a book instead of waiting going to the dark room did you do your own printing color wise or no i mean no. well i used to i mean back in the day right the way the book was produced i actually very early on i got a karen malarkey who was a who was a photo editor for life and time magazine wow became my photo editor and brad zukrov basically was my book production manager and we used the entire the entire team that did the day in the life of California, the day in the life of mm-hmm. West okay. Virginia, the, the fifty or fifty one books, and they were just finishing up that day in the life project, and they and they, and they I, I just the timing couldn't have been better. They they were all available. They all worked on my book. Had great production staff. Yeah, that is we, amazing. We had a fantastic printing company in Singapore, and the funny part was, two of the Bud students that were in the class were Singaporean special forces. Oh. And the buds always have several uh, foreign students. Right. Pretty consistent. And their base was next door to the printer. <laughs> so you could be like, can you like give no, them a little jolt? No, what I did was I gave every guy who graduated a copy of the book and I right. just called them up. I sent them an email and said, hey, your book is waiting for you next door. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I have to send it. I have to send it to you. That must have been great for them to have a book of their. Oh yeah, experience. I'm still friendly with one of the guys. I see him on Facebook. Oh yeah, I mean, just to go through that and then someone offer you a book here. Here, this is your experience. Because some people wouldn't do that. Some people, yeah, you can have it, but it's you know whatever, twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I. Um, That's not I, you, I know, but I know some people would be that way. Yeah, no, it's funny. I, I mean, people have lost their books because through divorce or right, you know, moving. Yeah, I mean, there's just a, just a number of reasons that people don't have the book anymore. And but, um, we talked about this before. How many students are not with us anymore from the from that uh, class? Well, we said there was one in the UP. That's Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Clark Schwedler, mm-hmm. and of course Nick Check, mm-hmm. and instructor Brant Young, who actually died in an IED when he was not actually in the Navy at the time. Oh. Uh, he was private contractor. I talked to him three weeks before he died. Wow. So yeah. this book not only honors them, 
which we yeah. always want to honor them, but honors yeah. the ones who are still with us. And that's, and that's very important, I believe, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm not missing, I hope I'm not missing someone. Oh, well, if you are, that's, that's all right. We can always uh, post it on my, my page later. Because we always want to honor the ones that we've lost. Your listeners will correct me. Prob- possibly, yes. Your, your, your Navy yeah, SEAL buddies will be like, if you ever oh. want to feel like, If you ever want to feel like an idiot, just start an Instagram account. <laughs> it's there. Or, if they, or all the... R-E. I get, I'm, I get the grammar police after me. Yeah. You're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, Look right. at the pictures, enjoy it. That's fine. So if people want to get a hold of you, I know you said you don't have a lot of books on hand, but people can order the books from Amazon. It's also available yeah. on Kindle, which is, uh, you gave me a PDF, and that's how I'm, look, how I'm yeah. looking at it. So what I do now is downloadable Kindle or iPad or iPhone mm-hmm. PDF, which is identical to, which is the original PDF from the book. Right. There, I know. I'm. I'm still. I'm still a book person, though. My parents had a bookstore. Bookstore I, growing up, I, so there's nothing like the feel of a book. But I. I'm yeah, not I used to collect books. I mm-hmm. mean, for certain writers, and I still have a good collection of certain writers. But the reality is, you just can't get a book published, right. especially an illustrated book. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. It's, it's hard. And if people want to get a hold of you, how can they get a hold of you? Onlyeasyday.com. Onlyeasyday.com. And that'll, will that have links to your Instagram photos as well? Yeah. Awesome. You can look me, you can look up Only Easy Day on Instagram at Only Easy Day. That's the best way to get a hold of me. If you prefer email. There, that's, that's how I got a hold of you on Instagram. Yeah. And that, I'm not like, uh, not spending all day on Instagram, but I do go there once a day and check your email do some housekeeping on it <laughs> post up some awesome pics yes <laughs> thank you so much richard for joining me today i'm going to have this up either today or tomorrow uh thank All you right. so much for joining me on radio soup thank you